One of the decisions that is relevant to the section of the work is a Supreme Court of Appeal judgment, and it does not arise in the context of basic education, but rather concerns certain correctional services officers, and these were officers who wanted to wear their hair in dreadlocks, but they were being refused to do so under the particular work codes of correctional services. And this matter ultimately ended up uh, working its way through the labor courts uh, and eventually reached the Supreme Court of Appeal. And so the Supreme Court of Appeal had to pronounce on whether or not the uh, correctional services as the employee had overstepped their bounds and whether they were permitted to require, um, whether they could lawfully require these employees um, to cut their dreadlocks and to no longer wear their hair in dreadlocks for that matter. And what we see the Supreme Court of Appeal doing is that the court reasons that this practice that these uh, officers, correctional officers were undertaking of wearing the dreadlocks was part of their religion, the court notes, and part of their culture. And in in refusing them the ability to wear the dreadlocks, they, in essence, saying to them that that, that, that their culture and their religion is less worthy than other cultures and other religions in South Africa. And that is degrading treatment towards them, right? And it's telling them that their, their religious beliefs don't matter, that it's not worthy. And the Constitutional Court says that in so doing, this particular dress code was a severe, um, tangible violation of these correctional officers' right to uh, human dignity. So it, it undermined their dignity in a, in a significant way. It had a severe impact on these officers, right? And in reaching its decision that uh, these officers could wear the dreadlocks and that it would be unlawful to prevent them from doing so, the Supreme Court of Appeal thought about it in really in practical terms and said that you look um, wearing dreadlocks doesn't in any way impact on the correctional services officers capacity to actually undertake their work and in addition it doesn't put anybody in in jeopardy it doesn't it doesn't undermine the safety or put any sort of dangers out there for the public or dangers to other colleagues it didn't present any danger to allow these correctional officers to wear their head, hair in dreadlocks and then they also spoke about the impact of wearing the hair in dreadlocks on on the employer and mentioned that look from all practical purposes Allowing these correctional officers to wear their hair in dreadlocks does not impact negatively on the on the employer, does not cause the employer undue hardship. And so ultimately the matter was decided in favor of these correctional officers and their ability to uh, practice their religion through wearing the, the, the hair in dreadlocks. And we can reason from this court case, we can, excuse me, rely on this court case to the extent that we see the same sort of undignified behavior at times being inflicted upon learners in the schooling environment, although not in the working environment. We can use similar reasoning to that of the pop crew judgment because like one can say, we can say that wearing dreadlocks by a learner in the schooling environment is not going to undermine the safety of other learners. It's not going to undermine the safety of teachers it's it's not going to cause any um dramatic uh, effect on the on the operations of schools it won't cause any sort of undue hardship 
on 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 the school uh, environment and on the particular school and in that sense learners should be able to to express themselves and and to wear their dreadlocks and to have their uh, particular religious and cultural beliefs embraced